What have I been doing all this time? I think the last podcast I did was maybe in May. Well, I'll go in reverse order of what I've done, which isn't a whole lot other than just my normal everyday running. But uh, in August, which has been a while ago, I ran the Paynes Creek Trail Race, 3.2 miles, ended up in third place in the 70 plus age group and then in July of course there was peach tree and it was my first in-person peach tree since 2019 and in 2019 I ran it in 75 minutes and in 2023 I ran in 83 minutes of course I hadn't trained for it this year and I just wanted to get it in and say I had run another one in person because I hadn't done it in three years in person. I had done virtuals up at uh, Lake Hartwell with my daughter. And I'm going to Disney in uh, the first part of November for the Wine and Dine Run Disney Weekend. I think I already mentioned that in my podcast uh, episode 145. And uh, Laura and I are already signed up for the virtual 10K, and we'll be running that at Port Orleans Riverside on the same day that they're actually running the real race over in Disney going through the parks. So that's what's been going on. I did some recordings uh, earlier, like I think during around Peachtree time, and... I think I did another one, and I'm going to hook them together with this and make a podcast that's a little bit longer than a couple of minutes. So uh, they'll be coming up next. Hey, it's Ron here once again. I've just headed out for a walk. I was supposed to be doing about a mile math run today, but... It didn't work out for some reason. We had thunderstorms all afternoon, and I usually run in the afternoon. About 12.30, it started rolling in. If it had been raining, I would have gone ahead and run, but it was thunder and lightning type stuff, so I just skipped it. So it's late in the afternoon, evening now. It's like uh, 6.45, and I'm just coming out, and I'm going to walk a little bit, not a whole lot, just to get some circulation going. And this is uh, August 6th, and I ran Peachtree a little over a month ago now. And I recorded a podcast and didn't put it out, so I'm going to attach it to this when I get through this recording. As I said, this is August 6th. August 5th, there was a uh, 
Dirty Spokes Trail Race up at Hartwell at Payne's Creek. And Laura, my daughter, lives up on Lake Hartwell, so I went up there Friday night, spent the night, and we got up early Saturday morning and headed over to the race. Race started at 8 o'clock. We got over there probably maybe about 6.45, I'd say. It was a, a parking situation, it's limited parking over there. So if the race started at 8, we figured we got there at 6.45 or before 7, we would be able to get a parking space. And that's what we did. And we also had to pick up our race numbers. And I got up that morning. I, I got up and I had a, like a leg cramp. And I hadn't even done anything, you know. So I'm going, this, this is not going to be a good day. So when the race started, I just decided it was going to be training day, not racing day. So I just chugged along. And I was originally going to do the Galloway 3030 type thing, but I kind of got in a rhythm. I was behind a person on the trail that was running a decent pace, and whenever they would slow down and walk, I'd just slow down and walk. I never did pass them the whole race. I just chugged along <laughs> behind them. <laughs> and I told them just before we get to the finish line, don't worry about me sprinting past you to try to beat you because he dragged me through the whole race anyway. But uh, the trail was in pretty good shape. Of course, people that have run in Georgia in the, on the trails here know that there's a lot of roots and a lot of rocks, so you got to watch your step. And uh, I managed to survive without doing any face plants. I'd planned on bringing some bicycle gloves to wear during my run in case I did trip then I'd have something to protect my hands but I forgot them so then I decided well I'm just gonna have to be more careful and it worked out it was just super humid it wasn't really hot but boy when I was finished when I finished the race race it was like I had taken a bath you know? <laughs> was wet but I and they had my age group since I was the only person in my age group basically they just did away with my age group and threw me in with the 75 and overs so my age group was 75 to 99 basically <laughs> and I managed to come in third the two people that finished ahead of me were both 75, so they were at the, just the start of that age group, and I'm like, what, 81? But, but the way they do the age group uh, for those races is it's whatever age you are December 31st of the year, like the, the end of this year, whatever age I was. So... I'll be 82 in, in December, so that was basically what my age was for the race is 82. I'm not sure why they do that, but I know other races use that same system. It's whatever you are at the end of the year is where you fit. So 
the two guys that beat me were 75 and I was 82. And uh, the guy came in second. He passed me probably at about two and a half miles. And I was just chugging along behind this person, like I told you. And uh, I didn't really know he was in my age group because he usually isn't. But since they did away with, you know, the 80 to 84 age group, it was just, uh, he was in the same age group I was. So I, he went by and I didn't even think about chasing him. But I, I could have just tagged along behind him and run the same pace he was running because he would have run really wouldn't run that much faster than me. I mean, he did finish a couple of minutes ahead of me, but uh, if I would have known he's in my age group, maybe it would have given me incentive to pick up the pace, but I was comfortable chugging along. And to show you how <laughs> slow I was going, my training runs during the week have been I've been doing like a math 45 minute math that's what I call it it's really like a Galloway run walk run but I I try to keep my heart rate up you know in like a math range type thing even while I'm walking so uh, I <laughs> I I was thinking, you know, just a little bit faster, I could have run a whole lot faster than I did. And, and what I was saying about my training runs during the week, I run 45 minutes on a training run, and I usually run 3.2 miles. Well, during that race, that race was a 3.2 mile race, and I ran it 47 minutes. So I actually ran the race slower than I trained. And it wasn't because of the terrain or any of that thing. It was just, I was just chugging along, not really thinking about it. I mean, I wasn't trying to be competitive. I just wanted to run on the trail that day and the race was there. And you know, you got an environment where you got other people you're running with. So I felt good even though, you know, I'd ran a slow race. It didn't matter to me. I felt good. And, uh, and, and as a byproduct, I still came in third, so can't beat that, right? I mean, I would have never won it, even if I'd have tried, because the first place 75-year-old guy ran it in 39 minutes, and I think the fastest I've run Payne's Creek's been about 42. So... Uh, I don't think I would have finished ahead of him. I would have had to actually made an effort. I mean, I can run faster than 38 or 39, but I just didn't even think about it. <clears throat> After we finished the race and got our awards, we uh, drove into Livonia to the Chick-fil-A for breakfast and got chicken sandwiches, chicken biscuits, not chicken sandwiches. They're really good, I like Chick-fil-A. So 
my official time for the 3.2 I think was like uh, 47.56 came out right at 4.59 pace a mile I mean 14.59 a pace 4.59 that would have been good right 14.59 a mile which is pretty slow but I didn't mind I don't know if it's the fourth or fifth of uh, November that we're doing the virtual 10k and I will be doing it over at uh, Port Orleans Riverside they've got an area we can run two loops and get 10k out of it and I think I mentioned in my peach tree which I haven't published yet that why I'm doing a virtual at Disney it, it's because the other races were all closed out and the virtuals were still open so I got the brainstorm I'll still go to Disney but I'll just do the virtual so I can sleep in get up and go run it at my leisure anytime during the day as long as I get it done on the day it's required to be done on 20 seconds to go I'm doing an official uh, 16 minute Ten walk and it's almost finished Five, I'm going about three, two, one. I haven't gone that far let's see how far I went I'm really doing two miles but it's going to be done in segments I just started another segment so I've been recording for about the same amount of time I've been recording for 14 minutes and 32 seconds I hope something comes out right if not I'll just start over again so on Strava it's gonna show two short walks have come up to a little over about two miles I think we'll see it's been sprinkling on me about since about <laughs> less than a quarter mile into my walk but I haven't heard any thunder so that's good I've gone through I've I started a 5k Galloway program on Carbon Connect and then about well no I started a 10k but it didn't match up with my I was trying to get it where it would finish up November 4th and it would finish up like in the middle of October so I canceled it started a 5k program did a couple of weeks of it canceled that 
went back to try to do the 10k and it still was too far away and so then I started another 5k and I did a couple of more weeks of it and then I quit <laughs> I, I stopped that one and I just started doing it. I uh, went into training peaks and I made some workouts in training peaks and saved them like 45 minute math run and uh, hour math run and I just dragged them to the days that I want to do them and then the other days I drag a walk and training peaks automatically sends them over to Garmin connect and they load on my Phoenix watch so I have the workouts on the watch whenever I do them so right now today originally was a one hour math run and since I didn't do it I'm doing this two mile walk which is really a, a slouchy way of getting out of running right and then uh, tomorrow I've got a 45 minute math run tomorrow afternoon and then I'm walking on Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm doing a 45-minute math run. Thursday, I'm walking two miles. Friday, I'm doing a 45-minute math run. And then I put a 45-minute one on Saturday and an hour one on Sunday. And those are kind of fluid. One of those will disappear probably, but I put it on there for now. Uh, what I'm trying to do is I get the hour math run and I want to eventually build that one up, you know, like do an hour and then do an hour 10, hour 50, you know, like that, extend it. So if I, for some reason, decide I don't want to do my 10K plan that I was planning on doing, I can just continue with this, and by October I'll be running well over six miles on my long runs. Well, I've got to about a mile here. So now I'm turning around. Problem is, I come out here and I record, then I go home, put it on my computer, then I get lazy, and I don't uh, put the podcast together, which I should, but I don't. But maybe I can finish this one up this evening or tomorrow or something and get it out so up next will be my peach tree update so I'll just uh, let you listen to that one okay we'll see ya
It's been over a week since Peachtree Road Race, so I thought that I might go over my race, which <laughs> which wasn't really a race. It was a more like a training run than anything else, or a long run for me, since I haven't had any long runs and I don't know how many weeks. I think the longest I'd gone before Peachtree was about five and a half miles and it was made almost just a walk because I was talking to my son on the phone and I think I went over that briefly before. So I really didn't have any longer runs. Oh, I'm also, I'm at uh, Lions Club Park walking on the trail right now going uphill this is late Saturday evening the 15th of July and I'm at Lions Club Park getting in a evening walk of about 66 minutes don't ask me why 66 minutes it's, it's just the number but that's what it is and uh, I guess it's been long enough after the race that I can kind of look at it from a distance and realize it was probably my slowest Peachtree where I was actually physically at Peachtree when I did the virtual runs, I think those were fairly slow too, but I don't really count them. They, those were just placeholders for Peachtree, getting the Peachtree in, you know. And <laughs> this is the first placeholder for a, a physical Peachtree where I'm actually at Peachtree, starting at Lenox Square and finishing down in Piedmont Park. So we'll start the night before on the 3rd of July. I realized I was going to park at, oh great, here I got some kids running along behind me. So I'm going to turn off the mic until they go by, okay? Maybe all the kids that were on the trail behind me are far enough back where I can record now without having all of them making noise <laughs> what they were doing is running and catching up to me and then walking and jabbering away <laughs> so anyway where was I at <clears throat> I was gonna start on July 3rd the evening I knew that I was gonna go down to Ainsley Mall and park in the morning and then try to catch an Uber or a Lyft over to the starting line because that's the easiest way to do it for me since uh, Piedmont Park is fairly close to Ainsley Mall and all I got to do is walk from the park back to Ainsley Mall to get my car. So I went on the uh, Uber app to check on a Uber to take me to the start line. They wanted like 40 something dollars for about a six mile ride so I, I checked on the 
lift app and they were much more reasonable so I went on the lift app and scheduled a trip on the morning of the 4th at 6 o'clock for them to pick me up in front of the uh, Starbucks in Ainsley Mall and that really worked out well I got down to Ainsley Mall about probably 545 because I didn't want, I didn't want to get down there late and have them leave me so I went out and Starbucks wasn't open yet but so I just sat out in front of the coffee shop and waited and then about five to maybe ten minutes till six the app showed that the driver was going to pick me up about two minutes after six so it worked out really well they picked me up and we drove over to uh, near the start line I went up uh, not Roxborough Road but uh, I think it was Shamley Tucker maybe no I don't know what it was one of those roads over in there Shamley Dunwoody probably and uh, hit Peachtree Street and then went, went down Peachtree Street towards the finish towards the start line until they had the road blocked and then the lift driver let me out and I walked the rest away which is probably about almost a mile down the road to my uh, corral that I was in. I was in H. I've worked my way back. I've worked my way back from subseated all the way to H now and I think uh, my wave started at about 7.35 and I brought my GoPro with me and I filmed on my way down Peachtree about about every mile I'd run off about 10 seconds of video which I haven't edited yet which I need to and the weather it was humid like it always is at Peachtree Street in July but it was about 78 degrees so it wasn't too bad and I just chugged down the street when the race started I had known that I wasn't going to be able to race it since I wasn't in racing shape. I'd, I was I knew I was in finishing shape, but I knew I wasn't in racing shape. So I just did a Galloway 30-30 the whole way and just took my time. And uh, about every mile I'd crank up my camera, take some photos. Right around the fourth mile, it started sprinkling a little bit and uh, it felt good but then it stopped before I got to the fifth mile so I made it right to the finish line and just as I was getting ready to stop my watch I had a, a earbud in you know that I was listening this stuff on my phone <laughs> 
it fell out right at the finish line. And here I am scrambling around trying to get this stupid thing up off the ground before I get run over by other people finishing behind me. But that was that was the only thing that happened of any consequence. And I my official time was like 122 26 or something like that which isn't too bad for moseying. I went over to uh, the Atlanta Track Club after race party and uh, the lines were too long to wait in line to get a beer. They, You, you had to get a, a little bracelet thing and then you could get a couple of beers I guess. And I just walked through the party area and just headed back over to Ainsley Mall to get in my car and uh, drive home. And I got up 85, Interstate 85, going towards my house. And I guess I was about five to six miles from my house. And it just started pouring down rain. I mean, it was raining so hard. You couldn't even see out the windshield with the windshield wipers on full blast and so I didn't think that much of it other than it was just a big rainstorm right then but a little while later I got a text on my phone from Peachtree saying that they had canceled the race so so anybody that was really slow that was in one of those groups that was way near the back they apparently didn't get to finish the race because they called it off because of lightning down on the course so I never had all I had was that one sprinkling about in the four mile range and then it quit so I guess that big storm that nailed me on the way home went on downtown and, and caused havoc down there so I don't know what they do when they cancel a race like that. People have gone down there, entered the race, started the race, or running the race, and then the race is canceled. Do they go ahead and give them shirts anyway? Seems like they'd almost have to because they, did, they didn't stop on their own. You know, They didn't just quit or anything. So uh, I don't know, I'd be interested to see what happened there. So that's my tale of the race. I came in, it ended up that there was 83 people in my age group and I came in 13th. Originally I thought there was like 93 and I came in 16th, but when I finally looked at the original results, I mean the, the official ones, I was 13th in my age group out of 83. So being 13th, that gives me the idea of maybe next year I'll actually train and place higher. Just a thought. By the time next year gets here, who knows if I'll even be running. I'm sure I will be if I'm in good health and I still am so we'll just keep on moseying so that's my peace tree report
and I'll have to find something else to talk about for the rest of this podcast. Actually, this 66-minute walk that I'm on is part of a little walking program that I found on an app on the internet, well, in the Apple Store, and downloaded on my phone. And it's got like a 28-day program. It's based on minutes of walking. And then uh, you can subscribe to the app and it'll renew every month and I don't know if they I guess they have other kinds of programs also but this walking app has worked out pretty well because it's kind of forced me to get out of the house every day of the week because earlier you know I'd been doing a Galloway program and I'd been doing three runs like in the program but I'd always slack off on the the cross training days and the off days so I was getting a minimum of training in and with this I'm walking every single day plus I'm doing my three runs a week plus I can move them around so it's working out really well for me I'm thinking that this walking program probably helped me get through Peachtree with not much uh, effort other I mean I wasn't fast but I, I felt good the whole race because I basically had been walking for over a month plus doing my uh, Galloway 5k program I wasn't doing a 10k program so my longest workout was like about five and a half miles, but it was enough to get me through Peachtree with no problem, and that was good. So I know Galloway in the past has said that, you know, walking will help your endurance, so I'm, I believe that's true. It doesn't help your speed, though. I think I average right at 13 minute pace for that race maybe a little over but I was running 30 seconds and walking 30 seconds and not really pushing it you know so I felt pretty good the whole way and of course I stopped at the aid stations and got walked well I didn't stop as I went through I walked through them and got water dumped some on my head and drank some but in the past I've always just gone by the water stations and not really gotten any water because 10k race you really didn't need any but it was good to have my next scheduled race is going to be a 5k trail race at Chattahoochee Point but it's not until October so I've got plenty of time and if I keep this walking up and I actually do a 5k training program maybe I can better my times that I've run at uh, Chattahoochee Point I've usually won my age group there but last year 
I came in second. I was injured, and uh, I just slowed down so that I could run the race. <laughs> when I say slow down, that's a that's just a figure of speech. When you're my age, <laughs> slowing down is <laughs> not much. You know what I'm saying? But you'll find out when you get there. But I, I usually in those trail races I run, I average right at right at eleven twenty, eleven thirty pace, I think. And last, the last race I didn't. And depending on my mood, I might jump into another trail race before then because the Dirty Spokes organization has numerous trail races around the Atlanta area all year. So between now and uh, Chattahoochee Point trail race, there's probably at least five or six other short ones that they have. And I probably have to check and see. There's a race at Harbin's Park, the trail race that I usually do. And I might check and see if that one's coming up. And then of course after uh, the Disney race in November, there's also uh, the Chateau Elan trail race, which I like. There's about four, four or five of uh, the Dirty Spokes races that I really like to run, even if I'm not in racing shape. They're just good to go out and have a good time. There's a helicopter flying over the trail. I don't know what he's up to on a Saturday evening. So, anyway, I hope this will do for a episode of my podcast. And maybe it won't keep you too bored. Because if it does, you won't listen to it anyway. So, I'll let you go for now and try to get this thing out this evening maybe. See you later. Well, in case you were wondering, this is episode 146 of the Lost Trail Runner podcast. I thought I'd put the introduction at the end just to confuse things. So I guess I'll see you next time whenever I get around to recording another one. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be here next time. Keep the emails coming in and be sure to subscribe.